Okay, we're at the very top of that design. Amad Aleph, the next line from the Mishnah was Rabida Omer, Misadeha Ilan Kedarko, Misadeha Lavan Shalo Kedarko. We're talking about trapping like the moles and the mice. So Rabida says, if it's a state Ilan, you can trap them normally. If it's a state Lavan, you trap them uh, in an abnormal manner. So Gemara says, Tanu Rabbanan, we learn in the Bright as follows, Kesa Kedarko, what does it mean in normal manner? So it says, well, you dig a hole and you stick a trap in there. That's a normal manner of catching a mole. I always think that things like that are interesting in the Gemara. Like the Gemara is always describing like a lot of times the reality of their time, right? So like that's the normal way to do it. So I guess like in modern times, maybe that's the same way you catch them, right? It's not so different nowadays, right? How to catch them. Or sometimes you have to adjust that. Like you have to say, well, in those days, that was the normal way. But maybe nowadays it would be a slightly different manner. But the, 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 the idea is the same. Okay, that's Kedarko. Shalom Kedarko, no eight shpud umaket bekordom. You stick a spit like in the ground, like a, like a spear type thing, and you smack it with an axe. Umeradeha daman, you shake up the ground, mitachtea underneath it. So either either what's happening there is you shake up the ground and it gets stuck in there, or I guess it gets like, you know, like you're ruining its little like uh, paths under the ground, and maybe it, like, it comes out because it gets nervous. It's like, you know, everything's collapsing, and then you can trap it there, something like that. Okay. Tanya, Milonim and Brayta. To the Rabbi Shimon Elazar, the side says maybe it's uh, Rabbi Elazar and Yaakov Omer. Kshamrum misten lavan shaloke darko. He said that in a grain field, you can only trap them in an abnormal manner. That's only when it's a grain field that is connected to the city. It's close to the city. But if it's a grain field that's right next to a state ilan itself, then you can do it even in a normal manner. Why? Because our concern is they're going to leave the grain field and destroy the trees. I guess they're much more dangerous than the trees, right? So that's where we're letting you like deal with those uh, moles in a much more direct manner. So if it's right next to a you know, field of trees, so we, we really are concerned about the damage there, so you'd be allowed to do it there also. Okay, so that distinction, again, like fundamentally there is this distinction, but if they're close to each other, then, you know, that distinction sort of falls away. Fine. The next thing the Mishnah said was Mikarinata Pirzabimoe, you can like wall up a breach in the wall. Actually I was walking today on the way here and uh, I actually saw like a stone wall on my way and there was a hole in the stone wall. There was like an actual hole. So I was gonna take a picture of it, but I neglected to. I was gonna take a picture and put it on the group. Like, okay, that's you have a pirza, you can't you don't have a breach in your wall. So that's the type of thing you can fix it up, presumably, during Cholomoy. So Gemara says, Ketsan Mikarin, so how do you do that? Meaning if you just do it normally? Presumably not, right? Presumably you have to do it in a slightly abnormal uh, slightly abnormal way. So we say as follows. Rabbi Yosef Amar Rabbi Yosef used to do it with Hutzavadafna are basically like uh, palm branches that you kind of like can weave together. They kind of like stick a whole bunch of palm branches together. So you like kind of fill up the hole, but it's a very temporary measure. It's not something that's going to last for a long time. They taught in a, in a, in a bright uh, you can sort of like pile up rocks, like you can use rocks to do it, but you don't um, smear plaster on it. So like you can actually have rocks. It's a much more solid, you know, wall that you're building there, but you don't do it in an absolutely normal way where you'll be so permanent to use the plaster. Okay. Amar of Chista, Rav Chista says, Okay, and he'll be the subject of the Mishnah now. This whole thing was only the meaning of this distinction. You can only have like this sort of makeshift filling of the breach. That's only for a kotel gina, the wall of a garden. But if it's the wall of a courtyard, you can build it in a normal manner. Okay, Rashi says, 
the Kotel Hagina, the Lekab Seda Yatera e Ibi Ba Inji. It's not such a big half say that people walk into your garden, no big deal. Okay, so you have like this makeshift uh uh, filling, filling up the breach, no big deal. But above the kotel chaser, boneke darko to ikab seidi yeter. There's a greater loss that's possible. E ayli baganve, baganve mamone, because maybe the robbers will be able to get in uh, and steal your money, right? So obviously, right? So it's like if the wall of your house is uh, is broken, well, that's much more serious than the wall of your backyard or the wall of your garden, right? So, so you, that's why you're allowed to boneke darko. So Umar says, Lema Mesaile. Let's suggest that the following, uh, it's going to be a Tosefta, uh, supports, uh, supports his statement. How so? It says as follows. Kotel HaGochet L'Rashut HaRabim. If you have a wall that is leaning into the Rashut HaRabim, to the public domain, Soter Ubonet Kedarko Mipnei HaSakana. You can knock it down and rebuild it in a normal way because of the danger. Okay? So that sounds like also Rashi said Mipnei HaSakana. Um... Or I should say rather, so Rashi says, the Hainu Kotel Chatzer. Right? That sounds just like a Kotel Chatzer. He says that Shaloti Rabim. We don't want the thing to fall and collapse onto people walking by. So you can knock it down and rebuild it. So that sounds also like there's danger, or whatever is gonna be lost. It sounds very similar to what Christa was saying, that when there's really a need, you can build it up normally. Skora says, well, not so not so not so simple. That comparison doesn't really work. And we know from the term lema misile, right? Lema is always gonna be a suggestion that will be rejected. How do we say it? Hatam there in the case of the leaning wall, But there it says really Meaning is not the same as potential loss. is people could die or people get really hurt. So that might be a more severe concern that we have, a more serious concern that we're not gonna have when it comes to uh, your little chatzer. Okay, now the Gemara says, Some say that the whole conversation here went actually in a very different direction, um, kind of in the reverse. It says as follows, So we'll start with that Tosefta, okay? That you have the wall leaning into Rashid Rabin, you can knock it down and rebuild it because of the danger. So the inference is, because of danger, yes, you'd be allowed to rebuild it. But if it's not because of danger, then you wouldn't be allowed to rebuild it. So now the Gemara says, according to this version, Maybe let's, let's suggest this is actually a refutation of Rav Chista, right? Because Rav Chista was allowing you to do it even for just like monetary uh, issues. But here, the, 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 the Tosefta seems to be limiting it only to Sakana issues. Sakana is not the same as what we're talking about. So the Gemara answers, we'll defend him now. Rav says, no, 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 there's a big difference there. Because it's true there is that limitation, but there you are knocking it down first, and then you're rebuilding it. But here in the case that I'm talking about, the case of the Chatzer, all you're doing is building, you're not knocking it down at all. So again, maybe the uh, parameters are different when you're going to do extra labor of knocking it down, rebuilding it, so that's allowed only for a second knock. But here, just to rebuild a little bit, that's not going to be as bugging issue. But there also, you could just knock it down and not rebuild it. Meaning there's no need, Davka, to rebuild the, uh, the wall there from the Rashid Rabin perspective. If the danger is that the wall is tipping over, so just knock it down and then it can't hurt anybody. So the fact that it's allowed to be rebuilt seems to mean that the building is really the thing. Says no. Rav Chizur responds no. In Cain, if that would be the case, mimna velosoter. If you allowed someone just to knock the building, the, the wall down, and not rebuild it, you, if you wouldn't allow them to rebuild it, then no people wouldn't want to knock the, the, the wall down in the first place because you want to have that wall there. So they're only going to they're only going to knock the wall down if you allow them to rebuild it. So the building is significant. So that's what he's saying there. That, that they're really, it's really the knocking down that maybe is the difference maker here. So again, either way, we sort of don't conclude right, that the. Uh, uh, the bright does, it's not against, it's not for, it's sort of in between. 
Amr Ravashi, Ravashi says, Matitin Namideka. If you want to point it out, if you look at our Mishnah again and want to be precisely in the Mishnah, it actually will sound like Rav Chista. Just want to point out, I think Rav Ashi is often the person who says, Matitin Namideka. That phrase that you can be really precise in the Mishnah, it's often Rav Ashi who says things like that. Anyway, it says like this, the Katani, because it says, Ubishviit Bonek Kidarko. So it says that in the, in the Shemitah year, you can build regularly. So that's right. So if that's the context in the Mishnah, so we'll see if we can under, we can figure out what case the Mishnah is talking about for Shvi'it. Maybe it'll be a parallel case when it comes to Cholamot. It says the Heicha, which where meaning the, which wall are we talking about? Ilema de Chatzer. If you think we're talking about a case of the Chatzer, does it need to be told that you can build the Chatzer? Meaning to uh, to rebuild a wall in a Chatzer during the Shemitah year? I can't think what the problem would ever be. Like why would it ever be problematic? You can't build walls during the Shemitah year. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so no, it must be the wall of the of the garden. And then you're allowed to do it, even though it looks like you're somebody who is guarding your fruits, which you're not allowed to do in the Shemitah. You're not allowed to guard it because everything becomes hefka. So if that's the contrast that Mishnah is drawing between the case of Cholamoid and Shvi'it, that in Cholamoid you can only build in an abnormal manner, but in the Shvi'it you can build in a normal manner, and the context there is the Gina, so Shema Minas, so we learn from here, that's exactly what is correct, that the Mishnah was saying, the only thing that you have to do in an un- abnormal manner is the Gina, but if it were a courtyard, you would be allowed to build it in a normal manner. Right, that was his inference. Okay, so that supports his inference. Great. Okay, now we move on to the Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, talking about a different issue here, okay, uh, also of Cholamoid, but the following thing. We're talking about uh, Tzarat. So the Halasa is, when it comes to Tzarat, um, a person who thinks they have Sarat has to go to the Kohen. And the Kohen can, two, can do two things. Well, I guess three things. He can say, it's not Sarat. He can say, it is Sarat. Or he can say, I'm not sure if it's Sarat, you have to go into uh, quarantine for a week. Okay? To go into quarantine is called being a Mitzorah Muskar. Okay? Muskar means like closed off, Sagur, like closed off. Okay? Once they determine that you are actually a uh, Mitzorah, then you're called a muhlat, like there's a hachlatat, there's a, a decision made about your status. Okay, so we're talking about this, and the issue here is going to be, can you go to the Kohen during the, um, can you go to the Kohen during Chol HaMoed, because, it's actually a very interesting idea, finding out that you have Tzarat during Chol HaMoed will make you sad, and you're not supposed to be sad on the Chag. But what we see is that, um, the whole determination of Tzarat is based on the Kohen's declaration, so you can actually manipulate whether or not he tells you if you're a Kohen and you're a Mitzvah or not by going or not going to. Okay, that's the mission that's trying to tell us. The mission is, Rabbi Meir Omer ro'in et hanegaim batchila lehakel avodo lehachmir. Rabbi Meir says you can, the Kohanim can look at negaim, at these uh, marks, whatever, right? Initially, lehakel, Rashi says, Toma ro'en hakohen nega Tzarat b'moed litahir, and he can say, it's Tahor, he can say that, but not to be stringent. Rashi says, If the Kohen sees the person's Tameh, he should say nothing. Just say nothing. Why? Okay, because if you tell him he's a Tameh, then he'll be sad, and he's supposed to be happy on the holiday. So it's such a weird idea. But that's what Amir is saying. The Kohen, if he sees Tzarat, just don't say anything, and, le- and that's really how the rule works. That you're actually not even Tameh if the Kohen doesn't say you're Tameh. Very interesting. Rechachamim amrim, lo lahakel v'lo lachmer. Rechachamim say, hmm, I don't really like that. Not to be meikil, not to be machmer, meaning don't go to the Kohen. That's what they're saying. Don't go to the Kohen, or at least the Kohen can't say anything. He can't say good, he can't say bad. You don't have to do that, right? Rechachamim so they say, oh yeah, we agree that the Kohen determines whether you're, whether you're Tameh or not. But to go to the Kohen, have him looking at it, and see that it's tummy and say nothing, uh, no, that's hard to say. 
Okay, so he's not, so we don't go at all. Okay, Gemara says like this, Tanya, we learned in the Brighter, Rabbi Meir, Omer, Ro'initan, Negeim, Lahakel, Abelo, Lachmir. Okay, that's what we said before. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Lo, Lahakel, Abelo, Lachmir. That sounds just like the Chachamim. Why? He says, Sheimatan, Nizkaklo, Lahakel, Nizkaklo, Af, Lachmir. He says, because if you're like beholden to him for leniency, you're also beholden to him for stringency. Right? And that's sort of like a, a, sort of a little more logical uh, point, right? Which is that, look, the Kohen does determine, again, like we said, whether you're Tamer or Tahor, but once you're going to him, you kind of have to, like, he can't avoid the reality. Right? Rabbi Meir's view is you can almost, like, ignore the reality. Like, that's just how it works. There's another opinion of Rabbi Yossi or the Chachamim, really, so you can't really ignore the reality. So I'm a Rebbe. Rebbe says, Niran Dibri Rabbi Meir ben Muskar, Vidibri Rabbi Yossi ben Muchlad. So Rebbe says, well, I, I think both opinions are right. This depends on the case. I think Rabbi Meir's right when it comes to a Muskar. A person who's already closed off, so then he's going to be right. Uh, why? Look at Rashi. I'm a Rebbe, Niran Dibri Rabbi Meir ben Muskar. It's like four lines up, five lines up in the Rashi's. Shiro'in, that you can look at it, um, that you can look at it in that case, and you just, and all you would do is say if something is uh, Tahor. But he agrees when it comes to, uh, with Rabbi Yossi, when it comes to a muhlat. The person who's muhlat already, if it's going to be uh, uh, for sure, it's going to be fine. Okay? Now, Amar Rav, Rav explains, Rav says, look, when it comes to a person who's tahor, everyone agrees that you don't show the Kohen anything. Okay? A, a regular tahor person just don't go to the Kohen during Cholomot. Okay? When you're already uh, in the Hasker, uh, and you've already been in, in seclusion for a week, so everyone agrees that you show it to him. Look at Rashi, Hasker Rishon. Because if you make him Tahor, he'll be happy. And if you say he's not Tahor, you're not making him any more tummy than before. He's closed off in quarantine. You just put him in Hasker a second time. Okay, so that the consequence of saying to the Kohen, of the Kohen saying to you, well, you have to stay another week, or you're Tameh, it's really not such a big deal. You're already there anyways. But the question is, Kipligi, um, let's just turn the page. Oh, sorry, I didn't give you that. Kipligi behezger sheni. In the second case of hezger, that's the last opportunity for a quarantine. After that, you have to make a decision. So here the Allah is, Mar Savar Bekohen Talyamilta. So one opinion thing is the whole thing depends on the Kohen. Rashi says, Mar Rabbi Meir, to Amar Roel Hakel Letaher Balola Tameh. So Rabbi Meir's opinion is, everything depends on the Kohen. So Kohen basically, if, even if he sees your Tameh, but if he says nothing, that's fine because it all depends on the Kohen. Um, again, itahor amar leitar vitamer shatek. So if he's tar, say it, but if he's uh, tamer, just be quiet. Umar savar, and then the opinion says no. Litaharo o litamoktiv. Now at a certain point, you have to make him tahor or tamay. Like there is some reality that you have to deal with, and you have to be able to tell him the truth. Okay, so we'll stop there and continue tomorrow. Shkach, guys.